everybody, and welcome back to Nerd Variety. I am Hannah, and I am joined by Hunter. Hey, what's up? And Josh. I'm here, what's up? Yeah, and I, you know, apparently I'm not clever enough to come up with uh, weird, like, nicknames it's to okay. go after our names, but, you know, maybe we'll get there someday. One day, one day. Maybe. I hope not. Just, 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 I, just I just dream I can live up to Josh's creativity, honestly. I just gotta roll with stuff, with stuff sometimes. <laughs> so, this week in uh, theme with our spooky Halloween-y uh, leading up to topics, we're going to be talking about spooky video games. Uh, but first, Josh, you went to, I already forgot the name of the convention, but it was cool, right? Yes, I went to the Walker Stalker convention that they That's host right. in downtown Atlanta. They had it at the World Congress Center, and it was, it's a, you know, as the name suggests, inspired by The Walking Dead. Uh, usually they have a lot of cast members show up for photo ops and autographs and a lot of cool vendors and they interview the cast and crew and they talk they have other people there uh, a little quiet this year but my friends and I still had a good time a lot of uh, good vendors bought a couple things uh, a, um, a book about the rise of the governor um, uh, and then also bought a, a cool Negan shirt but it was really fun I met, also met uh, got to meet Michael Rooker uh, got to meet Pom Clementif, the, uh, who plays Mantis and Guardians. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were really cool. And I got to take meet and I got a picture with Matthew Littard, who voices Shaggy, who plays and voices Shaggy. Um, yeah, I was, mm. I was like, Soinks, man, it's you. He thought he thought that was funny too. Um. Cool. <laughs> there were some Game of Thrones actors who had a nice little panel. Uh, Theon, the original Night King, and Euron, who, like you, like if you've ever watched Game of Thrones and you've seen Euron, he's the same. He's the same uh, character that he plays. You know, funny, wisecracking dude. Yeah. Mm. And uh, there was also uh, the voices. I met, got to meet the voices of Lee and Clementine from the Walking Dead Telltale game. Uh, oh. They were really cool. They actually signed my definitive copy. Uh, of The Walking Dead, uh, all had all four episodes, uh, and they were really glad that so they were five episodes. Finish it. Finish it. Hmm? There are five episodes per season. I mean, the all well, the entire entirety of the game, all the seasons were in all it. seasons. Okay, yeah, so there's yeah. yeah, there's four seasons. Yeah, is it? Yeah, 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 and it's end with with bonus content. Well, yeah, there's also the mini series, but you know. That's, I've only played the first one. There's the Michonne miniseries that's three episodes, but yeah. yeah, yeah. I wanted to play. I wanted to play more, but I have only been able to get my hands on the first one. Now I can play all of them, and I'm real and really excited to play as Michonne too. She's she's cool. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. Yeah, but it was a really good time, and uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's a good good little adventure for the weekend. So. Um, I did want to ask this question, and it serves as a good segue into our main topic for tonight. Do you guys consider those Walking Dead Telltale games horror games? I mean, to an extent, sure. I feel like they're definitely more psychological horror. Yeah. Because again, like, my biggest praise of the Telltale games has been, like, and I remember it very distinctly with Batman especially, was the amount of, like, stress I felt about having to make the decisions I had to make. Mm -hmm. Right, no. and I feel like combining that with the the zombie apocalypse sort of stuff, um, and definitely an amount of blood and gore. Right. Yeah. I don't think I would say it's horror, but I feel like it's like 
getting into the genre. It's like a drama, you know, really going with the the show as yeah. well. Um, you know, having to make those tough choices and everything. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's good. It's definitely a, a narrative game, story yeah. game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The characters that you get attached to, they get they can you can make decisions where they die and uh, yeah. You, you, you actually people talked about how they felt something when this character died, this character died, and uh, and it does you know like like you mentioned the anxiety, the anxiety that you can, that you can get from making decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, yeah. That Walking Dead Telltale is a, definitely a, a horror game, I would say. Yeah, and there's definitely also some uh, relatively intense gore elements. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And not, that's not just strictly for The Walking Dead. I distinctly remember um, in Tales from the Borderlands having to scoop guys' eye out with a spoon. Of course. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. It's pretty so, standard Borderlands stuff. It is, but that didn't make it better. Um, so there's definitely a, like a an aspect of that as well. So. so I don't need to play Borderlands, right? The Borderlands, they're all they're all fantastic. I mean, they're, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're all great. They're different levels of great but they're all great um mm-hmm. yeah hannah got bored with the third one apparently i don't know or maybe she just played too much too quick yeah i just needed a break yeah. which you know now Aww. they're doing their their halloween thing which i haven't checked out but uh not the point yeah i know uh so. but you know i guess it it does depend you know or i i guess we haven't really established quite what is considered a horror video game like what makes a, a game a horror game right yeah well and i was gonna ask the question what's the scariest game you guys have ever played <laughs> and i was looking through my seamless and i don't have a lot of scary games so i for a reason i've definitely played some scary games um i've watched people play a lot of scary games uh yeah so i guess it, it depends there's different kinds of sc- kinds of scary you know um one game that I I hate, <laughs> and if anybody if anybody watched my stream last year, some of my Halloween streams last year, uh, they'll probably know it's Outlast. Yeah. Uh, screw those games. Screw that. I've game. Never, I never played, played it. Played the second one, but it's, uh, and I've seen all the all the way through. Like, it's scary, but it's also it just it stresses me <laughs> out so much and because it's one of those like you can only really see for a large part of the game you can only see when you have the camera and you have the night vision on Mm -hmm. and it drains your battery so Mm -hmm. if you want to if you need to take your time doing something you have to be you can't really take your time you either have to do it in the dark you have to be well hidden and you have to be very patient or you just have to keep finding batteries and you kind of got to rush through it there's definitely like a a like another level of horror added to a game when you have absolutely no means of self defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I think is one of the biggest things without less is like you can run and you can hide or you can die. Right? I think is what it even says in the opening, you know, intro. Um, um so I feel like there are some, you know, first person shooter horror games kind of stuff, but not being able to defend yourself is the worst. Yeah. Although I will say um, another game along those lines that is is pretty new that I actually just uh, beat because it's on uh, Game Pass Xbox Game Pass was uh, Blair Witch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Now, going into it, I, <laughs> I still haven't actually watched the Blair Witch Project ever. But uh, the game, like, I enjoyed it. It reminds me a, a, quite a bit of a few different games. Uh, a little bit of Alan Wake, which I haven't beaten that game, but I played some of it. Uh, a, and a good bit of Outlast as well. But it, you don't have to recharge your camera Mm-hmm. And it's not, like, that kind of thing all the time. Obviously, being Blair Witch, you know, they they do incorporate some of the, the videotape stuff uh, going on. But it's it tells a good story, I think. Um, it's pretty intense. It felt also very similar to uh, Hellblade, Sinua's Sacrifice. Uh, if you're aware of that. Uh, you know, they get really deep into, uh, like, psychosis in uh, Hellblade, uh, whereas this, they kind of deliver a very similar experience in uh, kind of exploring a character with uh, PTSD. And he has, like, a, a dog, like, I guess a, a security dog, whatever whatever they call security it. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's, a, he's great. He's a good boy. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, so, like, the, the whole experience is pretty good, and I also found that while I did have a couple times where I just, like, jumped and was scared, uh, a lot of the, there was definitely an end, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there was an end, uh, a thing near the end where there's an enemy who's going to kill you, like, instantly if you do certain things, uh, if you mess up, but... To me, whenever I did mess up and got caught and attacked by him, that wasn't the scary thing. Like, and I I think it was because I knew it was coming, but it was, you know, the tension around everything leading up to it. Like, you're not allowed to look at him. And sometimes you have to walk like right past and you have to like very intentionally look away or look down, but walk like right past him. And it's just, it scared the crap out of me. And I loved it. That actually reminds me of uh, Hunter and I have been playing this game called We Were Here. Um, and I don't know if I would put it in the horror genre. It definitely has really, really good atmosphere. Yeah. Um, but there was a part where a monster came towards me and I didn't know what it was. And it was coming very slowly. I didn't know why it was advancing. And Hunter will attest, I had like a breakdown of sorts. Yeah, yeah, of sorts. <laughs> I was like completely not functioning and like just uh it was it was bad but it's yeah, really the really, it, you're really huh? experiencing it you're experiencing mm-hmm. it like so just, but it was like nothing but i was just i didn't know what it was yeah it, and was, it was creepy it's really creepy it it's this creepy. big black like bat creature marionette yeah on strings with like glowing eyes that slowly comes towards you and you don't know why it's coming towards you is it just on a timer is it because hunter keeps screwing stuff up Probably. i don't know <laughs> But like, and it's, and the thing about the game is like, it's a cooperative puzzle game. So mm-hmm. like, I see some things and Hannah sees some things and we have to communicate and, you know, figure out puzzles on either end. Yeah. So I'm completely alone. I'm talking to Hunter through this walkie talkie. I'm like, something's coming towards me. Yeah, I'm like, okay, Hannah, you need to give me information on what I need to do. It's like, oh God, this thing is here. It's coming on me. It's like, Hannah, pull yourself together. I was a mess. Yeah, but that idea of like not knowing what's going on, not being able to defend yourself, not being able to look at something, right? Just woof, all yeah. of it's really intense. And you know, I think co-op I, experience. 
uh, was a, a fun co-op horror experience. I remember uh, Dead Space. Uh, it's one of the ones I one of the ones I mainly play horror games I've played before. Before, but Dead Space Three introduced the a two-player system, even though it weren't it wasn't it wasn't as as it wasn't like you know co-op. It wasn't pure co-op. Uh, it had a little bit of, um, of a, you you would work with your with with the other guys sometimes, and he would go off by himself. Um, but yeah, that, I think that will be, that that whole co-op thing is 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 a nice new element, so you can experience the fear together. Yeah, and I mean, now I I haven't personally played Dead Space Three. Honestly, I think I've only ever played. Well, I may have played like a demo for Dead Space Three or whatever, but uh, I I've only played the first one and I haven't even finished that honestly. Um, I want to. I like it, but uh, what I've heard from three is that it kind of cuts down on the horror and it's more of yeah. an action game yeah it goes into the whole you know you're at, you're climbing up a, a mountain and it's it's not that that surreal feeling of oh i'm in the ship oh god they can come out from whenever and i really have to pay attention and to make sure that i've got you know ammunition and i've got tools and i can craft st- something because if i if i'm not prepped then they're gonna come at me i'm gonna have to you know swing while they are stomp stomp them to death to survive right. and you know it's just you know, it, it is it's it it was fun in college playing that with the lights off yeah and i think most horror games are obviously best played with the lights off blair witch yes. had to do it with the lights off lights i think off, the only all the way up. Yeah. i think the only like legitimate horror game i've ever yes. played like with the lights off and everything was slender back in the day yeah, that was that was a good one. It was creepy. Those were good. Um, I, I haven't play that. Yeah, I haven't gone gone back to play any of it in a while. Were there? There were a few of those, right? I think. I think so. I know Slender. I know Slender the Arrival. Yeah, played, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I just appreciate those games for the the simplicity of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. right it's like you do not have to throw a lot of stuff into a game to make it a good horror game and to make it no. difficult and fun and terrifying yeah like not there's a lot going on but not really yeah you don't need a big score you don't need you know nah. a whole lot of moving parts or you know like I may, like or even really great a graphics weapon, <laughs> a big weapons loadout or complicated epic mm-hmm. uh, you just need a simple you know you know, you know paranoia simple like you can cause some paranoia here and uh make some have, have a mystery in there you're good mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. I, I do i think that's one thing that is that probably works best in horror games especially just having a, a more simplistic design to a game mm-hmm. yeah um yeah but and like, i uh sorry uh were you gonna still talk about that no all right okay. uh well i just lost my train of thought because okay then i'll go i really i really appreciate especially i said before atmosphere and i've i've in kind of like doing research and looking at what games i have played i haven't played a lot of like games with jump scares i play a lot of stuff that either is like stressful for some reason like the telltale games or has really good atmosphere and we were here's a really good example of that because like nothing bad happens really the whole time like there's yeah. the marionette and like sometimes the floor the floor falls out from underneath you and you fall into lava but there's that's, like but there's no jump scares at all that's a little more like just standard kind of timed puzzle games yeah mm-hmm. 
but it's so creepy and like the, there's like this constantly changing music that's like sometimes sounds like it has footsteps <laughs> in the background and like yeah. they just done a really like that game could be so different but they just made the atmosphere in such a way that it's just kind of constantly unsettling. Yeah, like, and I don't know, do you remember in the first one, there was that, uh, like, when I was going through the halls in that that first, mm-hmm. like, maze, like, I see something, and I'm like, wait, what was yeah, that? you see a I, person around the corner. I just saw a figure, like, sprint past this yeah. opening here. You never see them again. You never get jump scared. When you do die, it's like, you just, it fades to black, and it's like, you died. Yeah. But, like, the whole thing is just really creepy yeah. and it's really really well done especially because it has a, a actually a pretty cartoonish art style yeah and i i enjoyed it um my only complaint about it I, it's more sort of a complaint although we're not really doing reviews but my only complaint <laughs> about the second one uh really is that it's like it's short i don't see a lot of replay value in it and the second one costs ten dollars on yeah. Steam. yeah everyone should go play the first one because it's first free. one is free yeah so go play yeah. it but uh yeah you know and so actually josh i don't want to take up too much time if you want to take a turn <laughs> I, I tend to oh, talk a lot i was going to mention uh you're talking about something kind of simplistic but fun uh this one does have its fair share of jumps a lot of jump scares uh and it's kind of how you die emily wants to play uh i've heard I watched of it. a lot of play- i'm familiar of the first one and the second one and it's even with just watching it, uh, seeing the, the 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 creature. There's a puppet, a clown, a doll. Um, there's Kiki. I'm not sure what Kiki is. Yeah. I just remember hearing. I just remember someone, the person playing, screaming about Kiki. And then there's Emily. And to remember, the person has to remember how to interact with each doll while they're trying to find a mystery of how to get out that get out of the house. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, uh, defined levels because each level is an hour is an hour in the game from eleven to six uh, a.m. So it's you're you're in that you're in the house for that period. You can tell like how how time goes by and it's uh, the jump scares. Yeah. So I haven't played I haven't played that or uh, this other game, but I, it sounds. I, I've seen Five Nights at Freddy's and it sounds very similar. Oh, yeah, yeah I was gonna relate it. Five Nights. Yeah, I think the only similarity I can think of is this idea of, like, um, you have different characters and you have to remember how to deal with each one. Yeah. That's, I feel like, the biggest similarity. And it's kind of you're waiting it out or something. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to survive. Just trying to survive. Yeah. Yeah. Which is another sort of interesting uh, genre, right? So you have sort of the the ones where you can defend yourself, like a FBS, or you have ones where you have to like free free roam, but you have to escape or you have to hide. And then there's ones where you just have to wait. Yeah. And that's like a whole other level of terrifying. Yeah, and you know, there I I do think uh, in general, obviously not across all horror games, but I think a a good element that shows up a lot in many horror games is a uh, resource management mm-hmm. yeah. and i you know i think that comes up a lot because it does add to the uh to the you know uh stress the tension all that you know like okay i need to survive this but i only have so much stuff that i can work with until basically i'm sol and i'm gonna die yeah yeah uh, kind of like the, and the last of us is kind of in there uh, that's another one that I would almost put in the same kind of 
somewhat questionable area as uh, like Telltale's Walking Dead, mm-hmm. where you know it's there's it's more probably a drama kind of maybe even an action game sort of like Dead Space Three, but uh, you know it's it's definitely got its like you know it's it's essentially a zombie thing and still has that kind of yeah. stuff going for you it. You have to survive and you obviously have to scavenge for resources and make sure you have enough to to use to because you know stuff ha- i haven't played the game myself but you know can you get can you get injured and you have to uh, yeah. heal yourself with first aid kits or yeah um, yeah wow, okay. there's a lot of that kind of stuff it's a good game yeah, i need to play it <laughs> it uh, really does feel like it's in a weird category where it's like almost horror but not quite scary enough but action drama and thriller none of them really fit the bill yeah with like what it is it's kind of i guess a a split genre you know uh yeah like a slash genre yeah um it's ps4 exclusive or playstation exclusive what about games that are based off of uh movies uh alien had a lot of uh uh, video games one was uh i remember two one was colonial marines but i heard that god that was one of the biggest disappointments i was so excited when that was announced leading up to release i never played it because i heard of how terrible it was and i'm like yeah (sighs) yeah but i love those movies and like going back going back to the first one the first alien movie it was you know it's it's in in the ship and yeah there's not really much you can do to defend yourself. But I think they did have a good game, uh, Alien Isolation, uh, and yeah. captured the spirit of the first one, or the, or the, or the movies better. Than yeah, the I, I love I love uh, the first Alien movie. I haven't seen all of them, uh, but I saw I saw Alien, I, uh, Alien and Aliens, the yeah. second one, which both great movies. They are pretty different, though. Uh, mm-hmm. Aliens, I would say, is you know one of those two kind of like i think you can almost relate it to kind of the style of well maybe like dead space three years or we were saying you know where it's it's horror but it's more action heavy than the first one Mm -hmm. but it's it's still good horror i feel like we've gotten to a point in technology where if you're trying to create a story and the best medium for the story is a video game and you turn it into a video game it's because the best medium for the story wasn't a movie and vice versa Yeah. Like, we have a lot of people who try and bridge the gap, and it's like, there's a gap for a reason. Yeah. Like, they do, they serve very different purposes. Yeah. So, I feel like, in general, we haven't had a lot of success at going either direction. We're going to have a whole conversation on adaptations. <laughs> I think that'd be good at some other point. The good, the yeah. bad, the burn it. Speaking <laughs> yeah. of new technology, I did also want to mention the uh, this very recent sort of thing, which is horror games like actually requiring you to do something like like okay so the best example i can think of is um until dawn if you guys are familiar i'm familiar not with a gameplay mechanic wise yeah so until dawn uh the main enemy that you're fighting are the wendigos and they can only see you when you're moving and so i think it was a playstation 4 game where they have like the the motion sensing in the controllers yeah and so when there's a Wendigo in the room, you literally cannot move. Like, they force the player to be stationary. And then in the sequel, uh, it's not really a sequel. It's like the... Yeah, there's like the DLC, Rush of Blood? No, it's um, no? Man of Madon. Oh, um, okay. 
You might be thinking of a different thing than I am. Well, um, Rush of Blood is like the DLC for Until Dawn. Sure. I don't know. Anyway, in Man of Madon, they have this thing where you have to stay calm and you have to, like, it's essentially just a rhythm game, right? But, like, there is an element of, like, you have to stay calm if you're going to do well at a rhythm game, <laughs> right? Because it's, like, the heartbeat yeah. and you have to, like, dun dun, yeah. dun dun. And, like, you as a player have to stay calm. And there's games where. Because on PC, most people who are playing are recording or they have a mic connected to something and they actually pick up your voice and you have to be quiet yeah. in order to not alert the creature to the, your presence. I do that even when it's not required. <laughs> you <laughs> True. know, like Blair Witch, Alien, Isolation, Outlast. I'm but always knowing like, that it is required adds uh, another level of stress. Yeah. yeah. Right. But I think it's definitely something really cool that we've been doing and hasn't really been something we've been capable of doing for the last couple of years. Yeah. But it's now like you're seeing a lot more of it in, in newer games. So I think it's really, really awesome. Do we know of any uh, VR uh, horror games? Well, again, if we want to consider We Were Here uh, horror game, <laughs> there, yeah, it is VR. Was well. it? No, Resident yeah, Evil 7 has a VR version. It does, I believe, yeah. yeah. Um, Which I don't ever want to play. No. I don't, have I don't VR. really ever want to play Resident Evil 7. <laughs> it's <laughs> fantastic. That is a fantastic horror game. That's I know. Like the I only watched one, it all the way through. <laughs> that's the only one from last year that I actually finished streaming. But I'm the kind of person when I watch someone play that game, I like have it's my hand scary. on the pause button and I'm like, pause. Play pause. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty scary. Turn down the volume. Okay. Like minimum volume. Try some, try some lights on in here. Yeah, yeah. Get my cat. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, just speaking of games that are, like, horror games that are, like, interactive, well, okay, uh, you know, you actually have to kind of do something outside of the game, sort of, uh, that makes me think of, uh, you know, the other, one of the other games we uh, were playing this past week, Hannah, uh, Deceit, which... I hadn't heard anything about until I started looking for horror games. Yeah, we were looking for games. free multiplayer horror games. Yes. Yeah. And we found and Deceit. Yeah, Deceit came up. Have Have you heard of it at all, Josh? Oh, no, I was more impressed that you found a free... Uh, yeah, we were here in Deceit. Yeah, we were here in Deceit. Uh, maybe a couple others, I don't know. Yeah. None that we actually checked out, but... Uh, nope. Uh, Deceit is really... I thought it was really interesting. It's basically mafia online. You and know, on mafia. steroids. Yeah. Yeah. Mafia, like the card game, you know, so like, or I, One I, Night Ultimate Werewolf. Yeah, I may have. I, I think I ex explained it to you, Josh. You, there was a game that we had uh, when we were living together. Well, yeah. uh, I think it was uh, Taylor's game, but you know, it's like Infected or something. So. Yeah, dark. I think it was Dark. Was it Dark Moon? Yeah, something like that. Moon. That sounds right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Again, there's like, I don't, Hannah, do you even remember how many players all together there were? Uh, six. Yeah, okay. I was thinking it was around six. Uh, and so like, you're in this little area for the first thing and it, you know, you kind of keep expanding outward uh, as you go on in the game. And uh, two people are infected, but nobody else knows who except for those two infected. And you're kind of looking around, they're trying to power up and eventually take out everybody else, but not get noticed, obviously. And then everybody else is kind of just trying to survive and escape. And yeah. I, don't everyone's remember, I don't remember if they have to kill the infected. No, you don't have to, no. But uh, 
No, yeah, but it's... everyone's suspicious of everybody all the time, and mm-hmm. they have guns. Yeah, everybody has guns. You can do yeah. other things to people just shoot gain, people like, sometimes. Traps and stuff. Yeah. yeah, we played a game. Hannah thought these guys were clever. They were just jerks, <laughs> and also they were clever. Them. No, they were. Patrick agrees with me now. We've talked about it, and he's like, "No, it was it was good strategy. It was just annoying." We'll get to that another time. But they were just jerks. They were clever jerks. No, no, Uh, like, and it wasn't even their attitudes that was bothering me so much. It was that they, they had, they were distorting so freaking much in their microphones, and it was the worst kind of quality. I couldn't take it. Uh, so I think I tried shooting one of them or something. Or no, I threatened to kill them to, to shoot their character. And then they like came and shot me. And then another one came and shot me. And another one came and shot me. And so I was well, you like, shouldn't okay. Threat- you shouldn't have threatened them, Hunter. Well, they were threatening everybody else. <laughs> I was, I don't know. Let's, I'm not going to stick on that. But I think it's a fun game. Uh, we were also talking, yeah. Um, I would love it if like we could get just six of us to play the game. Six yeah. people that we know. Yeah, uh, I would love that. Yeah, um, Ben, it's a it's a fairly uh, like it's a pretty simple game. It's I don't know how how old it is, but uh, I don't know that a lot of people play it, which is one reason I would like to find a good solid group of six people yeah. so we would know that. And we- it's another one that's in a weird category, where I don't really know if I would say it's it's horror. But it definitely has horror elements, and it definitely is stressful. Like, I would say it's horror, but, again, it's it's a multiplayer thing. It's a multiplayer only, so mm-hmm. it's a weird kind of horror. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and nothing is really scripted. Yeah, well, yeah. Which makes it interesting. Yeah. Uh, and there are some great moments in there. I think I had, like, the best moment when uh, we were... Because once you kill somebody, they can't talk, obviously, um and so it was like me and one other person we got to the very end without anybody knowing it and then once we were down to like one or two survivors we were like they can't do anything to us and then we're just then we got to like the one we cornered them we're like yeah you're not going anywhere and we just destroyed them it was great anyway i don't know if i don't know if josh ever got a definitive answer from you on what's the scariest game you've ever played oh i mean say dead space uh dead space one, two, one and two uh because of i played them with the lights off and the sound all the way up and i had never played anything like that before usually they're fun games that i just action racing um fighting beating up games and that was one of the first ones i played and it, it, it terrified me how does it because i'm not familiar how does it compare to something like um doom i think doom is more of a, a visual Different. thing from you know, from what I've seen, it's not so much um, you know. It's like oh, all these scary monsters, and you're in hell, and it's not a you know oh I'm I could be I'm being hunted or I'm they're watching me or this uh, there's the it's more of a and the, the, the monster's a little more grotesque because you can mm-hmm. see someone t- turn into them and you know yeah. Dead Space Two had the babies that were gotcha. Nice because it just when, from what you described, it sounds similar, but I feel like it sounds like the main difference it's is that much slower paced. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. And it just also sounds like a big difference is that Doom guy is just badass. Yeah, yeah. True. And I you mean, don't really feel a lot of fear when you play. I mean, as Doom Isaac's guy. pretty badass, I think. Isaac is badass, but he's also an engineer. He's not a soldier. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. You you feel a little bit indestructible when you're playing as Doom Guy. Yeah. Well, I have to, I have to play that with you someday, Hannah. Death Space. It's or let you let you experience it. It'll be fun. Yeah, I'd be down. Yeah. Uh, um, I was thinking of some uh, some more. You know, sorry, Hunter. Uh, some lighter uh, horror games. Games that are that are horror themed but fun, like uh, Castlevania. Um, I know there's some older. There's some one and like we mentioned, we talked about zombies last week, like Left for Dead. Uh, Left for Dead. Good. Uh, again, and you know that I I also talked about World War Z, the game. I think uh, that's it's very similar. Like if you if you've not played it, it is very similar to Left for Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, it's different, obviously. Like it's third person, first of all. Uh, but you know, it's it's still very similar. You're trying to complete objectives if you're doing like the campaign, and um, you know it's multiplayer, and you got waves of zombies, different kinds of zombies, some that you have to take out, and when they do, some like explode. Uh, you have like some screechers that you have to kill before they attract too many, and then you get like these like one of the probably their biggest things is like you may have seen in the movie. I still haven't seen it, but. Uh, you know, you get like these huge waves of massive, just these massive waves of zombies that you have to oh, yeah. take out. And yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's, it yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool, I think. I am. I, um, <laughs> I want to list a couple uh what I would consider to be honorable mentions. Okay. Um, and just mostly out of curiosity, you know, if you guys have heard of them. Uh, the first one I would say would be Subnautica. I've heard of it. Subnautica, I would put. I'm putting on my honorable mentions list just because it's a, um, it's essentially a very, uh, very advanced graphics underwater Minecraft of sorts, right? Where you're running around and you're doing, you know, collecting of materials and you're building bases and trying to survive and explore, except you're in the ocean and there's giant, silent, terrifying creatures, um, that will murder you almost instantly. And so it, it just and the fact that you're just in the ocean makes the whole thing very open and deep and everything's big and unknown. You're on an alien planet, first of all, oh. so they're not normal ocean creatures. They're oh, okay. alien ocean creatures. What's this game called again? It's Subnautica. Subnautica. It's really good. Um, yeah, I've definitely heard of it. And I wouldn't say it's a horror game, but it definitely can be really scary at times. Do you, is this, do you land on the planet uh, and then you're kind of, kind of floating along yeah your 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 uh your ship crashes on the planet yeah and uh yeah you have to swim around in the ocean and find materials and try to not drown and try not get eaten yeah so on and so forth survival horror yeah 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 yeah. i saw taylor playing that hunter Mm. oh okay yeah Yeah, it's Uh, good your computer will take a lot to run it but it's amazing (laughs) it also has a vr which i will probably get it on xbox one then I don't even get an Xbox one. Yeah. Um, so I would uh, one game that I I've yet to have really talk about, but uh, definitely a horror game. Fantastic game. One of my favorites. Uh, right behind me on my screen, Bloodborne. Uh, Bloodborne is a fantastic game. It, I would definitely even call it a a a horror game. Um, it's it's in the Soulsborne a series of games you know uh, dark souls demon souls sekiro now um which it's hard to find a name that includes that but uh so bloodborne it's great uh you know it's got a very 
um, it's it's got a very I don't know a tense feeling to it. Like if if you're playing it for the first time, like you never know when an enemy's going to be around the corner, and then it'll jump out at you and destroy you. But uh, and so there's there's a lot of great stuff to it, and it's very Lovecraftian. Uh, you can see a lot of HP uh, Lovecraft influences in it. Uh, very creepy. Yeah. Uh, I would, and you know, going back through it again recently, I would almost uh, include uh, like just the Dark Souls games in that, ex- just because they have you know the shock factor in a lot of it, uh, like the unknown. You don't really know what's happening. Yeah. And I was, so I was always confused. Yeah, and especially if you like go up to a chest and it's a mimic that can scare the crap out of you if you're not expecting it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't expect the treasure chest to eat you alive. No. Yeah, yeah. Good times. Like, you open it up. It's got all these teeth, a tongue, and it reaches out its arms, grabs you and brings you in there and chomps on you for a few seconds. Mm-hmm. Good times. <laughs> well, we need to start wrapping up, but I have one more honorable mention that I want to uh, run by you guys. Have either of you ever heard of, Doki Doki Literature Club? I have heard of it. I don't know if it's because you mentioned it or if I saw it on like some other video, but I I, I remember hearing the name of it, yes. It's crazy. Um it's very uncanny valley and and it's so it's like a um a virtual novel, you know, your choices determine the ending kind of game, except they don't. Like so as you go on, you you kind of Basic, the basic thing is you actually have no no control over anything and all the other characters are just kind of slowly losing their minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's worth looking into. Uh, it, it was another game that caused a, an emotional breakdown of sorts in me. Uh, definitely, definitely worthwhile, um, but not for the faint of heart, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I have one that... I like games that have a nice twist like that to it. Ugh, it's it's rough, buddy. It's rough. So there are, there are plenty of other horror games I know I'm leaving out. Like, uh, <laughs> but we don't have I, time to talk about One that I things. just thought of was uh, System Shock. Uh, I've only mm. played a little bit of System Shock 2, but that's definitely a, a horror game. Um, yeah. A lot more that I've heard of than I've played. But uh, I also, when we were talking about one of these i don't remember what exactly brought it on but i started to think i could almost it's definitely not in the genre but i could almost see mass effect as a horror game mm. yeah it's got some i don't know to it. i don't know but we have to wrap up i know we could talk about this forever but we got to be done uh so hunter what are we talking about next week so next week for our final horror themed episode for the year we will be discussing uh just horror as a genre and if it how it fits into the sci-fi fantasy nerd culture yeah so be looking forward to that uh until next time this has been nerd variety signing off